Welcome to the Business Legends Podcast, where we interview business leaders and entrepreneurs so that our listeners can learn from their successes, pump up their own inspiration, and learn the motives behind the people that make change happen. I'm the host of the show, Reese Arlen, along with my co-host, Christian Webb. Say what's up. See why I turned the volume down. Yep. Yes. Yeah. You gotta be, you gotta be, you gotta be amped. This is a podcast. This is not, this is not Sunday service. You gotta be, you gotta pump be. Pump up there. Pump up. You know, you're, pump, you're pumping me up a little bit right now, I but it. I am super pumped because today we are joined by somebody I am very fortunate and blessed to call a very good friend, Miss Karen Yoder from Catalyst Construction. Karen, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Oh, thanks for having me. I am I am excited to be here. Um, if we have any camera or technical issues, it's because I set them up, so <laughs> we will see. Um, right before the podcast started recording, Christian made me feel very self-conscious about not hitting record, <laughs> but I saw red dots, red dots, and red dots all the way through on all that stuff, so I feel pretty confident about everything. But uh, well, let's hop into it. Um, so for those of the of us that don't know you, um, tell us a little bit about Catalyst Construction. Um, I'm sure there's lots of stuff that we know on the inside, of course, from knowing you for so long. But um, tell us a little bit about about who you are and uh, what makes you different in the construction world. Well, we've been Catalyst for four years now. We rebranded from a previous name. And in the previous company, we were known predominantly for demolition. Okay. And so that has completely changed I in didn't the last know that, four by the years. Way. Yep. And the color was red. Mm -hmm. So now, oh. of course, we're purple. Right. Everything's yep. purple. Yep. Um, but our focus has also been very different. Certainly, we still do demo, but it's more soft demo sure. of interiors for outfits. We work with a lot of the local property managers, and we curb appeal their units. So you have to curb appeal them to re-rent them, mm -hmm. but it's a fine line because you can't spend too much money because you don't know who the tenant's going to be. Right. Yeah. So then hopefully we get invited back by the next tenant to do any other build-out that they need. So we do a lot of that. But my favorite thing to say is we do all the weird stuff that nobody else can either figure out how to do or wants to do. You know, that was one of the first things you ever said to me, by the way. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get along with this woman very well. Because <laughs> I, I feel like we do a lot of the same things. Um uh, you actually don't know this story, Karen, so I'm, I'm happy to be able to tell it to you. But five years ago when we first started this business, um, I mean, we we didn't have an office. You know, yeah. we, we worked out of out of home and now we're and now everything comes in full circle because we're working we're working from home. And we have multiple offices and still work from home. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, the world changed and there's no way we could have seen that. But um, when we first started, you know, I would I would be in the weeds digging campaigns and, and building stuff and whatever. And I'd hear this, this knock, and then Christian would would come into my office, and he'd be like, "So," and I would look at him, "No," <laughs> and and we started doing the weird stuff. Yeah. And uh, much to Christian's credit, um, I can talk smack to you just because uh, we've we've been doing it for so long, I guess now. But um, you know, nobody knows how to do something the first time, um, but I think that you know how to do something right, and it it doesn't matter what the something is, but you know, just before when we were having coffee, you were talking about how do you how do you approach a customer, how do you leave a customer, you know, how do you make sure that people are people are happy? And I think it's a, a really good motif to have and something that something that gives you inspiration. Um, I want to talk to you about the purple stuff. So so um, anybody that knows Callus Construction, you guys are all purple, everything always, um, and you are somebody um, with you know in the construction space. I would say there's like a lack of overall branding, but then here you come and you are all purple, everything, purple shoes, purple shirt, purple wallet, purple everything. So where did that come about and how did it come about? 
Well, honestly, we were on Isle of Palms, mm -hmm. which is where we got married. Awesome. And at Wild Dunes, and we saw, okay, construction people, you notice everything construction. We saw right. a purple dumpster. Okay. And we're like, that is so cool because mm -hmm. nobody else has a purple dumpster. And in Charlotte, so many of the construction companies are either red or white. Right. And we wanted something different. Yeah, a little bit of yellow, but yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, so purple and yellow became our corporate colors. And one of my favorite things that you have ever accused me of <laughs> is being the queen of swag. Queen of swag. You are the queen of swag. So for those of you that don't know Karen, she has a she has a room in Catalyst Construction, a little bit bigger than the podcast room we're in right now. And it is just swagged up from head to toe with all sorts of cool stuff. And um, it's it's amazing. And, and something that I've never even spoken to you about, and um, I intentionally didn't ask you this before the show, is how do you feel like that's affected your business. So um, I'm talking post rebrand. So obviously you had a huge branding, you know, shift from that. But when you talk about all the all the swag and all the unique cool stuff that you have there, how, how has that impacted your business? Well, I think that we are now in people's minds when they see purple. Mm -hmm. And that's what I wanted from it. So um, I called it the stupid name. It's the the camera cover. Mm -hmm but I called it googly eyes because it's got googly eyes on mm -hmm. it. And so I have given out so many of those, I, I can't tell you, you know, everything is purple. For me to spend money on something that isn't purple, it's gotta be super great. Yeah. But then I still have to have yellow printing on it or yeah, something yeah. like that. But On brand. Yeah, you know, I want, when people see purple, I want in the back of their mind to be a connection to Catalyst Construction. Mm-hmm. And I, I think we've accomplished that. Oh, yeah. I think so, too. Um, I told you, actually, when we first met, because you, you gave me a USB stick. And one of the things that was so cool that you did was you gave me a USB stick that had a little video of you explaining uh, some of that. And I want to get into some of that here in just a minute as well. Um, I think I told you this, but um, so I, I've told you that we feel in government work and we have to send in USB sticks of, of our proposals just like anytime that you fill in a bid or whatever. And I ran out of USB sticks and I went, Oh my God, I've, I've done this whole thing. I got to ship it out today. What's going on. And then I found that catalyst construction Yay. thing. And I was like, Oh, Karen's gonna be so pissed at me. And, no, uh, <laughs> and so, well, here's the, the part where I thought you might be pissed is so I put the, the USB stick in and I deleted that video. Of course. <laughs> so I had to, I didn't want, want them to, did you even know this story? I didn't. Know. Yep. You yep. have to get the job. Yeah. Yep, and uh, and sure enough, we got the job. Awesome. So, so I I attribute it solely to your USB stick. If it wasn't exactly. there, uh, you know. So I've always you know subconsciously thanked you for that, and uh, and thanks for being cool about it too. Absolutely. And, and I fessed up to it too. Like yeah, you did. Yep, yeah, because I said, hey, I I kind of gave it away, but I kind of had to. And you're, you know what what oh, okay. <laughs> um, so on that video, um, you talk a little bit about about Catalyst and and some of your what I would call. Um, brand um, elements or, or things. And so some of the things that I distinctly remember is things like um, uh, your your people's appearance on, mm -hmm. on job, um, your people's, the way that they behave on job. Mm -hmm. And uh, can you can you touch into that? Because I, I want you to tell the story. Not, yeah, not we do um, a lot of interior work. So we're in confined spaces and we're in office spaces. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm hopeful that this is not the first time your listeners have heard this, but nobody wants to see some guy's butt. Right, sure. <laughs> and they don't care what color his underwear is, okay? Mm -hmm. So. Let's start at Chippendale. Unless it's Tom Brady's. Please continue. <laughs> okay. 
then let's add Aaron Rodgers. Okay. All right. Example. All right. I'm good with that. Okay. Yep. We can we can do those two. Yep. Those two are exempt. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's just not professional. Sure. That's all. So um, there's a couple of things. There's absolutely no cursing mm-hmm. on a job site by our guys or any of our subs. It's not professional. Mm-hmm. There's no yelling in anger. If imminent danger is there, yes, you're yeah. going to yell. But our subs are not going to yell at our our guys, and our guys are not going to yell at each other. And then the no sagging rule. Mm-hmm. Like, those are non-negotiables for us. Mm-hmm. And if you can't see that that is just to be more professional, then you're probably not going to fit into our family sure. anyway. And our guys are our family. We have a lot... I wish we had some females in the field. We don't right now. We have in the past. Right now, it's all guys in the field. Mm-hmm. But some of our guys, a lot of them have been with us more than 10 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know, I think um, when you when you set a standard like that, I think that, that people, that they want to, it's not really about falling in line. It's about, it's about you know, we, we have a standard that we have to, that we have to behave a certain way, you know, and the people that don't behave to that standard will weed themselves out long before you will, you know, but then inversely, when you're like, that's not how we do business, then, you know, some people don't, they'll get in line with that. And I think, I think that's why people end up, or one of the many reasons, of course, that people end up staying with that. Well, it's really funny, you know, pre-pandemic, my job was much different than it is now. Mm -hmm. I would take in breakfasts to companies. I would take in lunches. I would do all that stuff and just talk about us and what we could do and, you know, the kind of work that they may need assistance in that's all changed however when i was doing that people's eyes would just light up when Mm -hmm. i said no sagging Mm -hmm. like that was the biggest deal to them that's weird because they were so tired of seeing it oh yeah yeah that's you know that that's one of those i would almost call that like an industry secret you know because outside in my what would your what would your perspective have been i know what mine would have been what the they uh, that sagging would have been on the site? Well, no, like like what do you think would have would have surprised and and um, what would you say? Been so Ex- excited, been yeah, so important to the them. company she's bringing breakfast to. Between between, let's let's recap them again. No cursing, no cursing, no, no yelling, yelling and anger, no or sagging. sagging. What do you think the biggest one there would be? I would have thought the yelling and anger because you don't have a productive site without the without the minimizing of the yelling and anger. Right. Yeah, that so I would have either thought that or the cursing. Yeah, um, no, it was the sagging. Yeah, that's interesting. So that must be like a. But you also got to think of the demographic there, like sure. conservative, forty plus is kind of the average age of a construction worker these days. Sure. I mean, my dad, he straight up says he goes, "I can't stand it when somebody's sagging on a job site." Yeah. And he yeah. says it just like that. I'm like, I just can't. I just want to pull their pants up and put a belt on them. Yeah. <laughs> well, and here's the thing: like, I visit the job sites. Mm-hmm. It's sometimes that's a good thing and sometimes that's perhaps not such a good thing. Yeah. And the foreman know that that is the rule. Mm-hmm. So if I sh- if you're the foreman I show up on your job site and somebody's sagging, I'm going to correct that in front of you yeah. because you didn't handle it. Yeah. And I'm not going to be diplomatic about it. Yeah. And I had one guy say, well, I'm just so skinny. I'm like, let's go get a nail and a hammer right now and put another hole in your belt. It's either that or you're done for the day. Yeah. I mean, that's that's one way to take care of it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, don't tell me that we can't put another hole in your belt and you can pull your pants up. Yeah, it, it's it, it's kind of interesting. Um, I, you know, I, I just can't help but wonder, like I, I always think about management. Right. I always I always think about not only my role, but my my work and career experiences and things like that. And I think about 
you know, the proper way to manage things. And, and I, I believe in that carrot stick method. You know, you have certain employees or, or in your case, subs or whomever that, um, you know, some of them you have to be very, very nice to and very gentle, like, hey, next time, or, you know, right. uh, let's make sure this is our right. standard, you know, oorah. And then other people, it's like, it's like, get your damn pants up. Yeah, like, <laughs> pull them up. You know? yeah. Pull them up. But see, the foreman should have already handled it. For sure. So if they didn't and I have to handle it, I will. Yeah. Oh, I believe it. you. Yeah. yeah. That, you know, the other thing that you said is uh, correcting things as you see them. Um, I'm, I'm a huge proponent of that because that's the only way to be productive. Um, and, you know, we, we, we tow a fine line. I'd love to get your take on this too. Um, because, you know, I, I never attempt to like publicly embarrass right. an employee or anything like that, n- no matter if they're doing anything right or wrong. But at the same time, I also believe in striking the iron when it's hot. So correcting things as they happen instead of like, hey, five days ago, you, you right. know. Um, so how do you how do you tow that line from a managerial standpoint? That's really funny because immediately a mm-hmm. scenario pops into my brain. So we don't do residential. Okay. And we were doing a residential project. Naturally. Um, yeah. because, it always goes this way. Because it's a loyal client and they just like insisted. So, okay. And I show up and there's like tension between these two workers. One is a temp and one's been with us for a while and he is a teetotal character. Okay. Love him. Yeah. But he's loyal to a fault, and he, you know, sometimes thinks you're the new guy, and he's going to tell you what to do, and mm-hmm. like, da da da. Sure. You know, and and we all know that. Yeah. So they're going like this. Mm-hmm. I go to the foreman. Hey, <laughs> what's, what's going, going on? on? He's yeah. like, they're driving me crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. Have you talked to him? Yeah. You know, this one's not going to listen, and this one's young and sassy, and sure. I said, okay. Do you want? Do you need me to talk to him? That'd be awesome. <laughs> so I get them together and treatment. I'm like, you know, I talk to each of them privately first. Sure. And this, the young sassy temp has some very valid points. Mm-hmm. And the loyal belligerent also has some very valid points. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, look, let's get together. Let's talk this through. Way dumber people than us have figured this out nice, before. Yep. <laughs> My favorite saying. Yep. And so I said to the loyal employee, I said, listen, if you said that to me, I wouldn't like it either. Right. Yeah. And I said to the sassy guy, and if you showed me that attitude, I wouldn't like it either. So, mm-hmm. you know, can we compromise to get through the job? Right. So, you know, it helped calm it down for a minute. Yeah. Did it happen again after that or? Yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, it did. But at least they got through that day, and sure. it was back to production instead mm-hmm. of just. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I I think managing employees sometimes is a little bit like a almost like a hostage negotiation type yeah. of a thing, or like a like a conflict management um, mediation table or something where you have to like bring in everybody's opinion and then kind of you know ease the ease the flow and you know sometimes. It's hard to admit this, but sometimes you get two people that just have different personalities. Exactly. And they just won't get along no matter what. And that's, exactly. You know, but you got to find a way to get it done through all that. Um, so I want to shift gears on you a little bit. Um, I know you pride yourself on doing the weird stuff in yeah. construction. Um, so, well, first off, um, I'd like to ask, you know, what what types of projects have you been particularly proud of? Or um, is, is there anything that you can think of that... Um, you know, you look back on, and you're like, oh my God, we, we tackled this crazy challenge and mm-hmm. it was it was something like that. There's a couple. So uh, years ago, 
we got called in to a local bottling company. Okay. And G was called in as a sub. And G's her husband, by the way, for the <laughs> listener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they really liked the way he operated. So they called him back later for to come in and bid something that was super complicated. Mm-hmm. So he's like, yeah, I'll come bid it. So they flew down, you know, a head honcho from up north to meet him. And, and you know him. He's like, he makes a couple notes. Yep, got it. Mm-hmm. And the guy is kind of not happy with that. He's like, mm-hmm. what do you mean you have it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> give me some details on this. Yeah. He's like, yeah, no, I got it. I know exactly how we'll fix it. And the guy said, well, I think your price is high. And G said, okay. You know. mm-hmm. He said, how much production time am I going to lose? And G said, oh, you're not going to lose a second. And then he was really pissed. He's like, thinks he's totally wasted his time. He's like, I always lose three months of production time. G said, no, you're not going to lose a second. And he pulled it off. Wow. <laughs> so the guy immediately said, oh, no, your price is not too high if I'm not going to lose any yeah, production. Yeah. So they dug down. The pipe that needed to be replaced was eight feet underneath the production line. Wow. And then a bottling facility, you can't even have a speck of dust get into the production line sure. or, you know, havoc ensues. Yeah. So we had guys digging down eight feet and hauling it out in buckets. Wow. And they pulled it off. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. So that's totally a true story. Another yeah. thing, um, a couple of years ago, we were called in as a sub for one of the big guys. We're a GC, but we also are a sub for the guys with bigger zeros sure. on the ends of their jobs. Right. Um, so we got called into a beloved bigger GC. And they're like, man, you got to come help us. We're literally drowning here. And it was at the old gold mine okay. in in Charlotte. In uh, Concord? Or? In Charlotte. Oh, okay. And so there was an alley that was about five feet wide. Couldn't get any equipment in it. And so we dug mud out in five-gallon buckets for over six months. Oh, my God. <laughs> because the water would just keep coming from yeah. everywhere. And so, you know, I go to the job sites, and I'm like, score, you guys are getting paid to work out. This is awesome. Yeah. They're like, yeah. uh yeah, Miss Karen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk yeah. about Thank the definition of awesome. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Round month, round month four. Um, so I think you know you're you're the queen of swag, queen of queen of brand stuff, and um, you just remind this. What I'm about to say reminds me of of some of your uh, employee awards and stuff like that. Yeah. But so the first job. Um, you should call that like your Chernobyl project because that's exactly how they handled Chernobyl. <laughs> yeah, they they true. dug under the reactor type yeah. of thing, you know. And then the second one, I don't know, but but I'm just thinking about some kind of some kind of brand story of like of like it's a dirty job, but somebody's got to do it. Type. Yeah, yeah, something like yeah. that. I don't know, but um, that, that's amazing. I, I just love talking. Um, one of my favorite things. Well, of course, you know that we're involved with with uh, construction organizations and and marketing branding for construction companies. But I just love to hear. Um, wild stories like that. Me too. It's my favorite thing. Yeah, and it's like it's like, you know, the the creative mind that can handle and and, you know, ultimately complete jobs like this. That's not my mind. You yeah. know, it's just so different than those are the Christians of the world, the people yeah. that 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 look at complex issues and figure out how to do them, and the G's of the world that figure out how to do it. We're really making it up as we go. <laughs> but you know what? You but. But you have proven that you can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You. Uh, that's all you can do. I mean, yeah. he was looking at that project, and he goes, "What? Well, pretty sure I can just go under it." Yeah. And then he figured it out. Yeah. And he figured it out. Yeah. 
so you know we've been catalyst for four years we've done over 900 projects wow so we hopefully they weren't all like the two you just mentioned but <laughs> no but there's a couple more that were super complicated you couldn't do, yeah. you couldn't do um, one a day you couldn't do a little better than that <laughs> yeah come on <laughs> i mean it's just incredible when you look back at that so obviously we're not doing three and four year long projects sure you know we're very good at that i mean I won't speak for anybody else but myself, but I'm all about instant gratification. Mm -hmm. So if I can get in, do the job, and get out so yep. that that client can continue with their business, super excited to do that. Yeah, it's it's incredible. And in, in construction, you know, it, it's so amazing. I mean, I think every every industry is like this, but, you know, people, people will find niches in almost anything. You know, um, you were talking about the big you know, quadruple, million, zero, yeah. whatever companies and stuff. And, you know, I'm sure that they probably wouldn't wouldn't be interested in the in the Chernobyl job or something right. like that, you no. know, because they, they wouldn't want to problem solve it. So, yeah. Um, and, and they call us because they know not only can we do it, we will do it. Right. Yeah. You'll take it. Yeah. yeah we'll sure. do it. And like G and I'll be driving somewhere and his phone goes and it's somebody G. I got this problem. Can you meet me tomorrow morning mm -hmm. at six o'clock to look at this? Sure. Yep. I'll be there. Yeah. He, you know, uh, G is a very interesting person. Uh, he, he's, he's like simultaneously the most accessible and least accessible person yes. in, in the entire, you know what I mean by yep, that? Like that's, I do. that's a, that's a, actually a compliment. It doesn't sound very much like one, but like if I, like if I call him, if, if, um, if I don't get a hold of him, he'll get a hold of me eventually, but, mm -hmm. but you know, it's, it might not match up his time, but same thing as you said, you know, if he has to be somewhere at 6am, like, okay, yeah, huh? yep, make it happen. So when I'm in the office and these days I work from home as mm -hmm. much as I can, um, I help answer the phone mm -hmm. because when I'm not there, everybody else has to answer it. Right. right. And I answer it the way it's supposed to be answered. Right. And so <laughs> I don't want to dig into that. People this is say, the house of purple. Uh, yeah. Can yep. I speak to Gary? Who's calling? Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Elaine. Mm -hmm. Elaine who? Elaine, what company are you with and why are you calling? Right. Oh, well, I was da-da-da. So this has happened numerous times. Sure. And finally I'll say, like I'll give him enough rope. Right. And finally I'll say, look, I'm his gatekeeper, and mm -hmm. if you can't tell me why you need to talk to him, you're never going to hear from him. Right. So, so salespeople, call when Karen's at home. Yeah, call Karen's <laughs> Official, official. You just reminded me. Um, so you've met Austin. Um, yes. Austin's like like my right hand man. He just does all sorts of stuff for us. I don't even I don't even know where to begin explaining to you with, with what Austin does. It'd be easier to give you a list of things he doesn't do, which is almost nothing. Um, but when when I originally hired him was back in the nutrition store days, right? So great employee. And Austin's the type of person. Everybody has to be managed in a. Um, in their own specific way. Exactly. And, uh, and Austin will listen to this podcast and after he hears this, he'll be like, yeah, you're totally right about this. Uh, <laughs> but with Austin, you have to give specific instructions. So he just needs that specificity. Yeah. I've said this to his face a thousand times. I mean, it's not, it's not unknown. And, uh, we make this joke cause back in the nutrition store days, um, he was like the worst gatekeeper in the world oh, yeah. because somebody would call, hello, is, uh, is Reese available? He'd be like, oh, no, he's not here, but here's a cell phone number. Oh, goodness. <laughs> and, so, yeah. and so I'd be at the other store or whatever, and I'd get a call from a salesperson. Yeah. Austin, why would you give him my cell phone number? He's like, I mean, they wanted to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> so needless to say, we had to, we had to do a little bit of training back then, but that's what that just reminded me of. Uh, so before we get we cast off here, um, I do want to touch on on innovation. Um, construction changes every day, and mm -hmm. there's all sorts of things upcoming. And I'm sure we could talk about this for hours and hours and hours. 
Um, is there anything particularly as it pertains to you that either has happened in recent years, of course, the work from home could be an example, um, or you think you see on the horizon with, uh, con- with the construction industry as far as like innovative whatever, something new coming, coming about with construction? See, I think that's a really interesting question because there are probably thousands of technological innovations sure. that people try to sell me every day. <laughs> every sure. day. Mm-hmm. And we don't do it that right. way. We sure. still, G still uses the old bid sheets mm-hmm. and writes it out and adds it up on his adding machine. Wow. Like that's really how. But the reason that he does that is every time he's doing that, he's building it in his head again. Mm-hmm. So he knows that project inside and out. And then because we're both prior army, he the company's run on a military model. So mm-hmm. in the military, it's called an operation order or an op ord. We call it a job folder. And and it's on paper. It is not in a laptop. Mm-hmm. It can be. If you've got the laptop, you can access it. But it's on paper, on the job site, posted, step by step by step by step. And wow. um, if you follow that... Everything goes perfectly. Mm-hmm. If you don't follow that, hmm, yeah, things fall apart. Might a have bit. a different conversation. But you know, again, for like the huge GCs, I'm sure that they are taking advantage of a lot of these technological innovations. Um, I don't see us changing mm-hmm. into that. But again, we're we don't take on four and five year projects. Sure. And that's what most of those innovations are best for. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 amazing because, um, I mean. Interestingly, although you know, ninety-nine percent of our work is on a computer. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we have we're we're partitioned by the same, or not partitioned, but partitioned by um, the same thing. You know, we get calls of people with new CRM systems, or you know, social media management systems, emails, whatever. I mean, we get we get different technological things, and you know, Christian is is what I would describe as an early adopter. You know. He'll be like, oh, that sounds great. Let's do it. You know, whereas, Go for it. yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, that's who he is. It's yeah. his personality, you know, whereas I'm like, well, what's this, you know, what's this going to do? What's this going to take? What's going to take away from me? What functions do I, like, you know, I'm the one that's asking the questions with that stuff. And um, it's funny because we usually end up adopting things like, at the right time mm-hmm. because of that, you know, because he's always like, let's go for it. And I'm always like, eh, pump the brakes there, you know. Let's and we see meet what... somewhere in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. usually when we need it. Um, but it, it's kind of amazing because I, I always like to hear, like, what what types of things, like, like come through, you know. Um, We're actually onboarding a new customer tomorrow. And uh, on our on our conversation, we I, I have a conversation before the onboarding normally happens, and it's about an hour long. He was telling me all about his business, and he said he was kind of like a slow run then he got this sales call. He, and he actually answered it. It said potential spam. And he answered the phone call, and it was Google calling to tell him that they were just now putting Google Local into their area. The very first one. Mm-hmm. So, like, we're going to test run a couple people, and won't you be part of the test group? He thought it was spam. He's like, oh, you know what? Let me just see. I'm not, not really doing well. Let me see. Mm-hmm. And he was the first one in Google Local in his area, and he ended up going from, like, hundreds of dollars a month to now he's a nine million dollar business and he wow. equates he equates forty wow. percent of it to that spam call. That's wow. fantastic. <laughs> well I get inundated emails sure. with all of these people who want to be my estimator mm-hmm. from Brooklyn. Right. Or yeah. Miami. Yeah. Let me take that off your hands please. And yeah. I I'm, yeah. I'm not necessarily pleasant in my response before I block them. Mm-hmm. You know, initially it would be like, oh we only do you have a Charlotte office? And if the answer is no, we only deal with local people. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that that's 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 a smart like um, gatekeeping question, maybe yeah. some way that I would describe that. But um, you know, it, it's incredible that I always think about LinkedIn. You know, because with LinkedIn, every time I log into LinkedIn, it's my least personally used social media platform. And every time I log into LinkedIn, I have fifty messages, and I don't I don't know any of these people. Right. You know, right. and it's always like, oh, let us, you know. Whatever, doesn't matter what it is. Right. So funny, it's my most used platform. <laughs> yeah, well, here, That's yeah. So funny. Go, go figure. There's the balance. Yeah, go figure. Yeah. We're There's we're the like balance. him and I are like are like yin and yang as a. I, I had this idea. I, I haven't told you about this yet, Christian, but I had this idea. I had it about a couple weeks ago. But um, we have we have some very talented graphic designers on our team, and I thought about giving them a project of of creating like a yin yang symbol mm-hmm. um, that was like that was like Christian and I, and then you know on. On his side, it's just like chaos and like the apocalypse and like fire, fire everywhere. <laughs> yeah, fire, like just you know whatever. Um, and then on my side, it's like peace and tranquility. And so like, you're the Picasso. <laughs> yes, definitely. You're the Picasso, and you just have to find the artist that's you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's it's He's fair. The artist that drives Picasso, draws a straight line. Yeah, Picasso yeah. and Mona Lisa. Yeah, or like or like I'm I'm like an architect or something, <laughs> yeah. just all you know straight line. I don't know. Anyway, we might we'll have to do we should we should do that next for next week for uh, and put it up like here. a backdrop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Um, well, Karen, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Um, I mean, we, we thank the world of you and, and we really appreciate you, you coming on with us today. Um, and this is the part where I always, I always struggle to find a funny question. In my while, you, brain, while you think of that, I have, a, I have a funny comment. Okay. Funny like, comment. Like six months from now, mm-hmm. after Karen's completely forgot about this podcast, mm-hmm. I think we need to put it in our calendar to call her mm-hmm. when she's at, when she's at work being a gatekeeper <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. and yeah. try yeah. to sell her on branding her company, orange and yellow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 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 And be like, yeah, well, we think you're branding. Well, you know, you know, Catalyst, you know, when I think about... I'll, I'll come up with some nerd boy. Good well, luck know, with that. You know, you know, you know Catalyst, uh, when I hear that, when I hear that, uh, that word, I just immediately think of those different colors and just... <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. I would, I would love, you know, of all the people in my life that I could prank, like, obviously Christian's number one for seemingly obvious reasons. And, and when I prank Christian, it's like, it's like... Re- like um, revenge, or revenge. Like 100 yeah. pranks that I've done yeah. already. I pull yeah. one on him for every 74,000 he pulls on me or whatever. But but pranking you would be like the best. <laughs> oh man, now I'm nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh good, good. You watch out with your with your shoulder. You can ask me a funny question if you can think of one to, to cast off on. Hmm. Yeah, it's hard, right? Like I don't know. I, I get caught up in the moment. The and pressure's ask, on about the funny. Well, it can be funny or interesting. Um, what are you trying to overcome with that loud voice? <laughs> what am I trying to overcome? <laughs> this is genetic, friend. Uh, <laughs> now, I, I've had so much fun, and thank you guys for inviting me. You know that I love you guys and have enjoyed all the time we've worked together. And um, I love that you gave me the title Queen of Swag. Queen of Swag, yes. yeah. Absolutely. Put that above your door into the room. I got it. I, I just, it just, I just, it, the, the, the question came to me. Next week, we have our friend Phil yes. on the show. So, what should I give him a hard time about? Is the is the question? His swag. His swag. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, Karen, thank you so much for joining us, um, and uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Thanks. <laughs>